but you can speak with your voice. No, 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 no. I am successful. I am capable. I am worthy. I have what it takes. I will succeed. I am a success. And literally watch your world just completely change and those blessings manifest. Jump, you're ready now. Jump, the sky's the limit. Jump, jump, jump. Leave it all behind and jump. Just go for it. Jump, if you can dream it. Jump, jump, jump. Together we can do all things. Hi guys, welcome to Jump. I am excited to be back here. I am thrilled to be back here. I think this interview will inspire you, will encourage you, and I can't wait to hear all the goodness and the good things that are happening to you guys. Kayla, I'm so happy that you are here for a conversation with Job. I think that you're so inspired. You're actually so beautiful at 8 o'clock in the morning. Oh my goodness. I don't normally look like this. <laughs> oh my goodness. And... Uh, I saw one of your posts on Facebook, but when I saw it, truly, I knew that I had to bring you to the show. I knew that you will be so encouraged to the people that are listening to this. And you wrote, maybe your greatest test, maybe your greatest testimony is that you went through the fire, but you don't smell like smoke. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, I am excited about be talking to you about this. So welcome to the show, Kayla. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored to be here. Oh, wonderful. Tell me, why did you wrote that post? Oh my goodness. Um, for a myriad of reasons, um, really, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a wife, I'm a mom to two little boys, ages three and one. So parenting, um, it has its own special sorts of challenges, um, but I'm also um, a business owner. I own a business with my husband, and over the last, gosh, five or six weeks, we have walked through um, really a season that we never thought um, was possible. I tell people all the time, we literally had a chapter in our book that was not supposed to be written. Things weren't supposed to end this way. Um, and as we transition out of something old and into something new, um, everybody would have expected us to completely self-destruct um, based on what we were kind of experiencing, um, you know, outside of our control, things that were happening um, in our industry, things that were happening in our own home, you know, as we were facing a new set of obstacles, people would have literally just expected to see us go up in flames and not survive this thing. And as I look back over the last five, six weeks, just this, this season that we walked through of all sorts of emotions, we went through all stages of grief, you know, and I can say on the other side, wow, we really walked through the fire, but our God carried us. And we not only did we survive, but we came out tarnished free. We came out better than before. I think sometimes about the process of milling gold. You have to be just, you go through the fire and you're pounded down, but when you come out, you are refined and you are sparkling and you are brand new. And that's really what I felt in that moment is wow, everybody would have expected us just to 
you know, stay down and succumb to the situation, but look at us. We, you know, through the grace of God, we are here, we are standing, we are solid, we are stronger than ever and praise him in this storm. And we're just going to continue on that path of obedience of, okay, God, lead us. We can't wait to see how you shine through us. Um, and that was basically the premise of that post. <laughs> so take us back a little bit. Let's understand a little bit about the story behind it. You and your husband build a business, a business right? Mm -hmm. In the field of wellness, right? Mm -hmm. And you guys became leaders, top leaders of the business. And how many people do you get was under you guys? Oh, gosh, um, there were probably thousands of families um, attached to our decision um, to, to build a business. Um, and I think to fully understand even where we were at today, I think it's important to understand where we were at before the opportunity was even presented to us. Um, both my husband and I, we, we did everything by the books in the sense of, you know, we went to college, we got our bachelor's degrees, I went on, I got my master's degree took it even further, went on, got my CPA license. You know, I was really chasing that American dream in the sense of we want success, right? We want to live a life of success. We want to be able to do things, provide for our family. Um, and so by the book, we had done everything that we should have. Um, and as I was journeying through, um, you know, working in corporate America, working at a top eight accounting firm, um, you know, by all means on the outside, it's like, this girl's got it together. You know, she's got the fancy title. She's got the office with the window. She is, you know, she's got the Blackberry. She's doing emails. I mean, she's busy. She's, she's got this life figured out. And I remember, um, you know, laying my, my head down at night, laying my head on the pillow, thinking to myself, oh my gosh, if this is the good life, like, why do I feel so empty? Like, what if the good life actually isn't good enough? You know, what am I going to do? What if I, what if I, what if I end up chasing this idea of success and, and I, and I get there, right. And I climb that corporate ladder and I get to the top and I, and I peek over the edge of this wall and I realize, oh my goodness, I, I, I lean my ladder up against the wrong wall. What, you know, then what? And so, you know, as a young 20 twenties, a young professional in her twenties, you know, kind of going through this thought process of, oh my gosh, is this what I want for the rest of my life? that that process was actually interrupted with the opportunity to build a business, something completely outside of what we were currently doing in the corporate world. Um, but something that was definitely a passion of ours. Um, you know, my husband has, I joke all the time, he has been fit from the time he came out of the womb. He loves health and fitness. He loves being active. Um, I was a college softball player. So I too um, understand the importance of just making healthy choices, being active. And so when the opportunity was presented to us of, hey, you should go into business for yourself, um, instead of working for a boss, become your own boss, um, we actually got a lot of scrutiny from the outside world of leaving this profession that on paper made sense to now entering into an industry that my husband and I knew nothing about. Um, we didn't even really know how to employ ourselves. You know, we had never worked for it. We've always worked for other people. So to now be in a position of like, oh, you're the boss <laughs> and now it's your turn to, um, you know, learn how to kind of run a business, generate income, things of that sort. Um, we were already kind of in this precarious situation in the sense that people were expecting us to fail anyways. Um, but it was just one of those things where you have to follow your heart um, and you need to not necessarily chase a life of success, but 
figuring out how to chase a life of significance. We knew that though this was an unwalked path <laughs> that not very many had journeyed before us, we knew that there was going to be greatness in that too, because it wasn't about what are we going to accomplish, but it was about whose life are we going to impact in the process. Um, and so, so we, we trudged forward and um, you, we failed a lot, but we got back up and we figured out a way and we built a system and um, we invited people to come along with us. And so, yes, over the course of eight years um, in the health and wellness sector, we helped thousands of people um, take control of their health, um, help them get healthier, help them reach fitness goals. Um, we really made a big impact in our community in terms of their health. Um, but what was also really awesome is through all of that, because my, my husband and I had created a system, we were then able to help other people if they made the decision to, hey, use the same vehicle. This could be a way for you to make extra income to pay down debt. This could be a way for you to make extra income to quit a second job. This might even be enough, uh, another way for you to earn enough income to come home and be with your babies just like I was. And so we use this vehicle as a way to help people with their health, but we also used it as a way to help people with their finances. And we saw freedom. We saw literally chains breaking off of families. We saw restoration in marriages. We saw parents being present in their children's life. I mean, it was so much bigger than we could have ever imagined. Um, the eight years that we look back, it's like, my goodness, what a blessing. Um, and then yes, on a Friday, at 12.30 p.m., we um, saw an official press release um, from the company that we were building with, um, that we were kind of in under their umbrella. They were responsible for kind of all the corporate side. We were more responsible for the people side. Um, you know, they basically said, your ability to do what you've been doing in the capacity that you have been doing um, will no longer be here. Um, and so it was in that moment, just like that fast, that we learned our income would be completely gone. Um, the people that had entrusted us with their journey would no longer be, um, you know, under, under our care. Um, and it was devastating. Oh my goodness. But here's the thing. You learn how to build and silence those voices already. Mm -hmm. You already have the recipe for that. But because you, it's really like the inside of the building the business, you can look at the future completely different of eight years ago. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You can look at the future with all the possibilities that what you guys can build, right? It isn't the life of the entrepreneur to build and be a pioneer over and over again. If it's not with the different companies, with the new product, with it's a new idea, a new movie, a new recipe, it's always something new. How is your heart is about the new step that you guys will be walking into? Yeah. So, um, you know, we were initially when the news came down, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, what, what do you do? You know, we've, we've never been unemployed. Um, and as we kind of journey through, this was definitely, this has definitely been the hardest season that I've experienced as a grown up um, that my husband and I have experienced um, in our married life. You know, we just haven't had this kind of controversy um, yet. And um, as we, as we were literally dealt <laughs> a, a hand of cards that we never wanted to play, 
you know, it's transformed our life in a way that we can actually empathize with people differently than we ever could. Um, you know, initially it's really easy to think, Hey, it's business, like business is business and you get down to it and it's, you know, no emotions. This is business. Um, you know, but for us, because our business is attached to so many lives in a way that we really got to fully see that, you know, business isn't always just business, that there are lives attached to this. There are emotions attached to this. Um, and as somebody who's been in a position of trust, you know, we owe it not only to ourselves and our family, but to every single person that has entrusted us to lead them and guide them, we owe it to them. And so in a way it changed our heart that we can empathize with people who are going through struggles, whether it's struggles in their marriage, struggle with raising children, um, you know, health struggles, we can empathize with them in a, in a totally different way than we could before, because now we have been in the fire. We have had our backs against the wall. Um, but here's the greatest lesson that we've, we've learned through all of this is that just because something bad has happened to you, just because something unexpected has, has interrupted your path, that doesn't mean that you just have to lay down and just accept that this is my reality and poor me, woe me, but you actually have the ability to rise above and say, not today, that there is a call on your life. There is something bigger on the other side of this obstacle and you owe it to yourself to get to find a way to get over it. But get this, your life is connected to so many other people that you may or not may or may not even realize that you are influencing, that they are watching you and you getting up, brushing yourself off, overcoming obstacles that anybody else would have otherwise expected you just to stay where you're at. You owe it even to them. Because although the journey that my husband and I are walking through, not everybody can relate to that. And that's okay. But there are people that are going through struggles in their everyday life. They may be small, they may be big, and that matters not. All that matters is that we have been faced with adversity and we're going to say, listen, this, this is unfortunate. If we could rewrite the story, this is not, this is, we would have left this chapter out. <laughs> we would have just completely jumped over it. But that's not the reality. And sometimes these are the moments when your most powerful testimony will arise because it's easy to, you know, praise and shout and celebrate when things are good. But my goodness, when things are bad and you just want to sit at home and throw a pity party, that's the time for you to rise. And that was ultimately the decision that my husband and I made. Cause you know, of course there's that moment of like, I can go back to the corporate world. I'll sit in a cubicle. But the reality is, is I can't influence in the cubicle like I can in the marketplace. And we just kept hearing God saying, no, 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 no. You were called for such a time as this. Get up, my child. Get up, my son. Walk in, in your identity, who you are, who you were called to be. And watch me walk, wa watch me walk with you. Watch me carry you. And then watch me see, watch me do what only I can do. And man, I'm so grateful for this because I'm 31 years old. I know in the next 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, we're going to be up against other obstacles and other challenges. I'm going to say, no, 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 no. Remember when, you know, we overcame that what right now in front of us, we can overcome that too. And so we are expectant with, um, great faith that we really can overcome anything. Wow. I mean, you are an incredible speaker. I mean, you, you are know. so good that I am excited. I want to see a podcast come out. <laughs> really are. And I hope you can see that. And one thing is, with all this amazing faith and things that you learn, 
what it will say, you are sharing your lessons with us. So for the people that are listening, that they are creator, they're creative, they're artists, they, they create things. What do you see about, what is your vision about creativity and the aspect of business? Is creativity necessary? How do you nurture that aspect inside of us? Yeah, so this is actually really interesting that you asked me this question. There's no way that you would know this because I, I don't think I shared with you. So um, shortly before um, we got the news that our business was being taken away from us, so not necessarily even shut down, but literally was being taken away from us, um, I was in my very own spiritual battle. You know, my husband and I had been building and building and building, and it just felt like we were making no progress, you know, and I just remember crying out to God, and I was like, I need to repent. I feel like at some point, maybe I was disobedient. You know, you, you'd given us this vision. You had showed us that, you know, there were ministries that we were to be building. There were, you know, incarcerated youth that my husband was specifically supposed to be mentoring to, you know, and, and none of that's happening. Like we're, you know, I was in the spiritual battle of like, where have I gone wrong? Like, please forgive me, Lord. And in that moment, he said, you know, he just reminded me that I, it it wasn't something that I had done, you know, but I wasn't being a good steward with what he had given me. And so he's not going to give me more. And he reminded me that, you know, remember your spirit of hustle. I gave that to you, your creative mind. I gave that to, to you, your love to teach and mentor. I gave that to you And, and you're not using that. You're not being a good steward of what I had given you. And so I remember telling my husband, I was like, I need to figure out a way of just getting that energy and that excitement about getting that energy and excitement back to fully operate in the gifts that God had given me. And three days later, we get the news that our source of income (laughs) will be no longer. And um, I remember thinking, okay, whatever the next journey that I step into, I am going to make a commitment to myself, but also to God that I am going to operate in what it is that you have called me to do, the gifts that you have called me, that creative mind that you have given me to create in a way to, um, you know, take something very complex and break it down so that somebody who doesn't have the same giftings as me can fully understand it. I'm, I'm very numbers oriented. You can give me a spreadsheet numbers. I will break it down into layman's terms so anybody can, can understand it. That's a gift. And so when we were kind of journeying through this, this period of transition of, okay, we've, we've been kicked out of one, one opportunity, basically. We, we've been left without nothing, but we have the opportunity to enter into something I said, okay, we will know that this opportunity is right for us because my spirit will leap. I will feel at peace, but I will be so excited to operate in my gifts. And that's, and that's ultimately one thing that I had, I had felt is I knew I was in the right place because I was excited to be creative again. I was excited to take something that was different and complex. And I was excited to to learn it, to tear it apart and, and break it down in a way that I could go forth and, and share it with somebody with great ease where they could say, Oh, I get that. Or, Oh, I see the difference. And so creativity in my opinion is everything because that's your own self-expression to be able to take a current situation and, and make it your own in a way that you can take ownership in it. 
you know, and so we've taken this new company. Um, we've been able to put our own mark on it. We've been able to make it our own. We've been, been able to brand it so that it's unique to Rob and Kayla and just not, you know, this cookie cutter opportunity. And so my encouragement would be, what about your creative side makes you tick? What about your creative side makes your spirit leap? And, and what are you doing to execute that on a daily basis? And you owe it to yourself to walk in that that gifting because you will feel the most fully alive when you're operating in that, that creativity, that moment of, Oh my gosh, self-expression and just, it'll be so full of joy and it'll continue to inspire you for the, the journey going forward. But what it's going to do is it's just going to pick along other people and say, man, I'm inspired by what you're doing. And that is powerful. This is so good. This is like, I know that this is deeply touching the people that are listening to this. And I know for the fact that you got so much to give. There's no way a half an hour of an interview can, can assimilate all the goodness that is inside of you, Kayla. I'm telling you right now, the world is ready for you to lead. I'm telling you, it's amazing. Now, you mentioned that when you started, Right at the beginning of the interview, you said those voices that says you will fail, you will fail, you will fail. I think a lot of the creators, they feel those voices. They can hear clear. And sometimes those voices create like a feeling like almost of anxiety, a panic attack of like, you're going to fail. I told you I'm going to fail. I'm watching you really close. Mm -hmm. You're going to fail. How to silence that? How to look into, no, 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 we're going to. Turn around, we're going to create it again. How do you silence those voices? Yeah. So here's what I can only assume because I'm not, I'm an artist in my own right. Um, and I feel like anytime that you take the, the road less traveled, there's always going to be naysayers. But here's what's important is the people on the outside, their voice is never as loud as the voice that's inside of our head. And so I can remember very early on in our career um, of being entrepreneurs and building our business is I would um, hop on different training calls or industry things. And I would see all of these people with success, you know, and, and I remember pacing in my living room, literally back and forth. My poor husband was sitting on the couch, like what? She has lost her mind. And constantly I was just like, gosh, I I just, I can't do this. I want to be like these girls and I want to have the success. And, you know, we, we want to do something great. We want to show, I want to prove these people wrong. I am Kayla, hear me roar. And it was almost like out of nowhere, it was like, okay, you are already the, there's power in the tongue, right? You are already saying, I can't do this. I want to be like them. Um, You know, I have to prove everybody wrong. And it's like, what if you stopped actually listening to yourself and the voices that you hear inside your head and what if you started talking to yourself stop listening to yourself and start talking to yourself so you know what i started to do i started to do to declare victory over our life and what we were doing and it was no longer i hope i can do this i wasn't using these these you know puny words of i hope or i wish but i was starting to speak with strength that we will build this i am successful we will rise to the top. We will show people what we're made of. We will succeed. We will impact not hundreds, but we will impact thousands that we are the child of the most high God and we will rise. What? And I tell you, I have children 
now. And so I never understood fully the power of words. And every night, my three-year-old, before we put him to bed, we speak affirmations over him. And you know what it is? I am kind. I am strong. I am worthy. I am capable. I am confident. I am a good friend. And when he gets in those moments where it's like, oh my gosh, I have a three-nager in my living room throwing a fit, one of the things that actually calms him down is speaking his identity over him. And I said, no, 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 Mason. Like, okay, so we say, um, blow out the candles, smell the flowers, blow out the candles, smell the flowers. And then we say, okay, repeat after mommy. I am patient. And he'll say, I am patient. I am kind. And he'll say, I am kind. And sometimes all you need to do is no longer succumb to what's in your mind and those voices in the outside world, because the outside world is hoping to watch you fall. But you can speak with your voice. No, 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 no. I am successful. I am capable. I am worthy. I have what it takes. I will succeed. I am a success. And literally watch your world just completely change and those blessings manifest. This is incredible. This is so, this is fuels my heart so much. I've been teaching everyone about the power of words, but seeing, seeing and hearing how are you describing is life changing. It's life changing. And I'm telling you, it's so it's great. It's mic drop, okay? <laughs> Thank I you. Express how grateful I am for your generous time to be looking so good at eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, uh, but how can people connect with you? Where do they can find you? Yeah, so probably the easiest um, is finding me on Instagram. So you can find me at Kayla Schneider 06, and my last name is S C H N E I D E R, and then that's 06. So Kayla Schneider 06 on Instagram. Uh, and then you can, of course, try to find me on Facebook. It's just Kayla Schneider. I understand there's a bunch of them out there, but you might be able to connect with me a little bit easier on Instagram. That's amazing. Let's go ahead and say, let's say the, 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 your greatest testimony, that, that phrase that you wrote, I would love for us to say it again before we end this podcast. Say it one more time. Yes. Um, I don't have it in front of me, but I believe it goes something like this. Maybe your greatest testimony is that you walked through the fire and didn't come out smelling like smoke. Yes, it's amazing. Yes. Thank you, Kayla. Yes, thank you. Jump, you're ready now. Jump, the sky's the limit. Jump, jump, jump. Leave it all behind and jump. Just go for it. Jump, if you can dream it.